You're listening to. And you're listening to the Collabcast, a podcast about pop culture and the creative life from an Asian American perspective. And hey everyone, welcome to episode 134 of the Collabcast. It's Monday, August the 21st, 2017. Hello, my name is Marvin Yeah, <laughs> and I am your host for this weekly look at pop culture. Um, Minji is not here with me today. She um, had to go... Um, take care of some emerging business, uh, but I do have two very special guests um, filling in for our Minji, who can cannot really much... be filled. No, I think. I, I, think no. I mean, it took two of us. The two of you are yeah. basically Minji's equal. One in, person for in, each shoe that we hosting. have to fill. Yeah, <laughs> I'm Minji's left side. I'm the right side. There you go. My guests are very. Very talented singer-songwriters, um, collaboration alum, and just the best. The best friends a guy could have. <laughs> <laughs> um, hello to Prisca and Alpha. What's up, guys? Hey, hey. Welcome back to the collab. I think the last time you guys were both on, too, yeah. right? Last time we had you? We yeah. Were. There's yeah. something about this mix, this chemistry. <laughs> I really like it. Yeah. Um, and I think we were at Minji's apartment last time. Yeah, last yes. time it was at the apartment studio. This time we're in the office studio. You guys are moving on up. This moving is exciting. Yeah. Um, we've missed having your guys' lovely voices on this podcast. <laughs> well, we've missed sharing our opinions. <laughs> <laughs> I've been bottling up my opinions since the last collab cast. Oh so my god, oh, I'm ready to go. When was the last one? When man? culottes were in. No, I'm kidding. Oh wow, it was like yeah, it was like I can a pinpoint year that year ago. I think it was before. Was it before your Kickstarter or during? Yeah, your I want to. S- you know, it was it, before. Yeah, it might have yeah. even been 2015 because I think I had shortish hair. Mm, I, don't I like that you base this on yeah. the length of your hair. I know everything's hair based. <laughs> this is a girl thing. It's like an aisle in Target. Yeah, it's yeah. all hair based. Um, really quickly, I wanted to address um, the reason that Minji isn't here is she um, went up north to visit. Uh, one of our friends who unfortunately suffered a stroke um, yesterday and is um, being pulled off of life support today. Um, um, special, I guess, shout out to our friend Irene Cho, who's been a big part of the, especially the Asian American film community for many, many years. Um, she was the person who was able to get Minji and I into Sundance this past year to um, oh re- record for the NPR affiliate. And, you know, we were looking forward to a long and fruitful um, relationship, just, you know, working together to support Asian Americans in arts and entertainment. And it's uh, really sad news. Um, well, looking at my Facebook feed, there's like she's touched a lot of people's lives, especially within the, the film community. So oh goodness. Um, rest in peace, Irene. And sending, know, love, to sending love to her family. Yeah. yeah. My goodness. And how do we recover from that? She yeah. totally brought this That's down. No, no, no. She's leaving a void, you know? Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. 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 Um, mm. Thank you for everything. And um, we'll work hard to carry carry on your legacy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We miss you, Irene. Um, I guess we can get, move on into our every show. We start off with a roundtable discussion to talk about what's on our minds in the world of pop culture, what we're watching, what we're reading, what we're listening to, and what we're dealing with as Asian Americans in this crazy world. <laughs> you know, um, this is no small feat. Yeah. Yeah. 
I feel like since we're already down here, um, mm-hmm. well, we should start with Alpha's topic. Hey, hey. Yeah. Oh, Hopefully. my goodness. Yeah, we started this before you even hit play yeah. or record. <laughs> well, I mean, it's on everyone's mind. It's been kind it of a is. crappy week. What a Just crazy a terrible week. week. Yeah. Hopefully, um, since we are recording this um, prior to the weekend, nothing crazy happens during this weekend or uh, nothing no happened during this past weekend. Um, uh-huh. But if it did, we would uh, we will, we'll, we'll address it next week. Try to update yeah. it or something. Yeah. No, it's just madness. I, you know, I heard a bit about Charlottesville on Saturday and then like everybody else, then you hear the news about the violence and then you hear the news about Trump's re- non-response, I guess, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then his first response and then his second response and then and then I just found myself Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday this week, just I couldn't peel my eyes off the news because I was like, this it's, feels like an alternate universe. Yeah, it's it, it kind of felt like I wanted to take a break, but I couldn't, like, yeah. I, I don't know if something's going to happen. Cause it, it's been a barrage. That's what it feels like. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually curious what I wanted to, because um, I was like, I, I feel like this is a very heady topic. And you said five to seven minutes on a topic. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Marvin's going to kill me because we could just go on and we on. We could. We're not going to dwell too much on it, though. But um, mm-hmm. I guess what I, I'm curious is, have you guys seen anything on Facebook or any anywhere? Um, has there been a comment or like an angle or something that just sort of got you, whether on the right or the left or anywhere, something that sort of just elicited a reaction from you? You know, I was talking to you guys about this before. I've been listening to this podcast called Constitutional, which is by um, on the Washington Post. Um, it's by Lillian Cunningham. She did the presidential podcast last year, which mm-hmm. um, covered, like, pretty much profiled all 45 presidents of the United States. Um, this year, she's doing one called Constitutional, <clears throat> which um, profiles the framing and amendments to the Constitution and goes mm-hmm. into the stories behind those amendments and the, the big moments. And this past, the latest episode is called um, Nationality, and it's about the um, the solidification of the birthright, um, um, birthright citizenship, um, which was a Supreme Court case that involved a Chinese-American man mm. um, back in the 1800s. <laughs> And it's kind of interesting because the whole entire story is pretty much the history of Asian American immigration. Um, but she did this thing where she juxtaposed the the different ways that America accepts immigrants, like from the West Coast and the East Coast, right? In the East Coast, you have the Statue of Liberty, you have the Ellis Island, you have this like very welcoming or what's portrayed as a welcoming, like give me your tired, give me your tired, your and then. On the West Coast, you have like nothing, mm-hmm. and it kind of shows like what the, um, you know, how we see European immigrants, how we see immigrants from the Pacific. I never thought of it right? that way. Um, but wow. um, on your point, sorry for the tangent. Um, <laughs> I something tangent. that got me was um, she recited the entire Emma Lazarus poem, the New Colossus, right? And like it kind of got me like, how could we celebrate this poem and this identity as a melting pot, mm-hmm. as a multicultural nation, and have all this shit going on yeah right no seriously yeah yeah i think for me initially obviously i was really upset just angry sad um a little bit scared to be honest um but i i think um it was taz uh, she tweeted something that kind of uh kind of put things in perspective and what she said was like you know despite everything that's going on and this may have been on facebook um, but she's despite everything that that's going on, you have to recognize that this means that the resistance is working because these types of protests, um, they're wrought out of fear 
Um, they're very emotion based. Um, the, they're playing the victim, which is really, really just it's new. <laughs> yeah, it's new and ironic on so many levels. Um, but it, it, I guess in her framework, she was saying this shows that what we're doing is working because it's making them afraid. It's making them defensive. It's making them emotional. It's making them cornered. Yeah. Um, and, you know, a couple other my friends just have, you know, written some great things about just how, you know, this shows that what we're doing is is meant to move forward. And, you know, I have just some amazing, you know, white friends who've written things about being an ally and it's it's been very encouraging in a lot of ways um and i obviously so many things were upsetting but it's also showcasing you know movement in some sort way shape and form so yeah Yeah. no that's a good point otherwise i would just curl up and cry (laughs) (laughs) you gotta surround yourself with good people there's there's a lot of like i feel like most people the majority i mean the heavy majority are good people right it's like didn't realize right. that like I, I saw this a lot where people were like oh i didn't realize this was actually a thing yeah <laughs> like nazis yeah. were a thing like we didn't take in it 2017. seriously yeah until now right and they're they're being you know they're being given permission to act the way that they are from yes. the highest seat in the land yeah and today's uh tweets from our fair leader were even Quote unquote, <laughs> yeah i mean we're even more terrifying where he was basically he had time now because he was saying oh i'd like to consider the facts whatever yeah but today he's had <laughs> ample time what five days now four or five days now to consider all the facts and yet still he basically released a statement that was condoning all the violence and yeah. condoning um the the legality of this type of protest and you know and yeah, yeah making I, it okay i think that's what alarms me is that you know, you're you're right. Your friend is right, or whoever it was that tweeted Taz. Taz, I don't yeah. Think I know Taz. You know Taz. I know Taz. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Host of Good Muslim, Bad Muslim. Uh, Part yes. of the Potluck Podcast I, Collective. You, I think okay, you okay. know her. I think I you know her. Yeah. It's, well, this always excites me. It's like a Jenny Yang connection. <laughs> you know someone that I don't. Know, yeah. You definitely know. Great. But um, oh, what was I going to say? Um, yeah, that point is totally. I think that's right. I think we're like eliciting a reaction because, you know, minorities are increasingly growing in this country and there's suddenly there's white identity politics, that, right? Like the way there never was before, yes. which, is, which is good because now they can understand what it is to be kind of like on the fringe, quote well, unquote. And not we were really, but right. We were talking you know. about this earlier and not, you know, it, it's kind of like getting a new sibling. Like you, you realize yeah. you have to share the attention. Right. You have it's, to share. They're not, you're not right. losing anything. You're just, you're not, you just have to share. You well, just have to share. We, it's uncomfortable. We understand yeah. that, but right. there's a whole segment of America that doesn't. That has never had to think and, that and way. And here's what yeah. bothers me is that this man is in office for another three and a half years and how oh much gosh. more damage can he inflict? I mean, it's, you it know? feels like World War Three every day. I mean, last Struggling. week, it, you know, if this had, podcast had taken la- uh, place last week, we'd be talking about North Korea. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> Just as stressed and anxiety-filled yes. way, you know what I mean, in, in, in this exact same tone, but just a different topic, and it's 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 constant political whiplash yeah. every day, every day. And can I just yeah. say though, in the Vice, uh, we watched the Vice News kind of clip on uh, Charlottesville, and uh, I liked the guy's Chinese tattoo. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I just thought that was a nice little touch. Like he's saying all these things about <laughs> ethnic cleansing and how white, pa- all this. And he's, he, you have like a little symbol on your arm and I don't, I doubt you know what it means. But isn't that also part of white power? Like being able to just pick and choose whatever other, you want, what you want from other cultures and to not have any repercussions. Absolutely. Or not have anyone call you out on But it. not even recognize how ironic, yeah. you know, that kind of symbolism is. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, the <sighs> one quick thing I want to say that, that, um, 
and again, it was a barrage of things after all of this mess happened. But one thing, my my husband, as you guys know, is a white guy, um, and he shout out to Rob, shout out to Rob, the glorious, glorious beard, <laughs> and his beard. But you know, one of the things he said to me, he was like, "I'm really upset. I I'm looking through my feed, and there are people. You know, a lot of people on his feed are, of course, minorities because he's in L.A. Hello, um, and he's just like everybody's like." all you white people need to call these people out and you need to speak up. Mm. And he was just like, well, why? I, it's like, this is, this should be the norm for everybody. Like, you know, when, when a terrorism, an act of terrorism happens, does every single Muslim have to get on Facebook and say, I don't condone this? Like, right. Cause then you're kind of saying this is the norm for all you Muslims or this is the norm for all you white people. And mm. it's such a tricky line because I get it. Like I yeah. get why we want to hear people who are white saying they don't believe in this BS. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, oh, well, we can't normalize I feel like, it. Yeah, I you feel know? like part of it True. is also just like for any of us to like call it out when we see it. Yeah, I think it just upset him because, and I was trying to see it from his point of view. Of course, yeah. I'm not white, so I don't, you know, <laughs> right. I'm learning every day from this white person <laughs> I live with. But, you know, for him, he was just like, it, it sucks that I have to even spell out because he, these people are making white people look so bad right now. Yeah. You know? um, but I guess that's also the way a lot of other minorities have Absolutely. been feeling, yeah. you know. Yeah. So maybe that's a shift. Everyone's got to well. collect their people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's really interesting. But anyway, thank you for sharing your thoughts, guys. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, thank you for bringing it up. What's on your mm. mind, Prisca? Well, mine's a little bit lighter, I think. I um, think we need some lightness. Yes. Let's please, please yeah. bring, us, bring us up. <laughs> We're ready. Um, well, I saw on uh, Angry Asian Man the other day that uh, Ali Wong, who's my idol, um, like yes. literally, like I just have a photo of her like in my room above my bed and I wake up every morning. I'm like, yes, queen. Like, <laughs> you know, I watch her stand up special constantly She's on a loop. so funny. Yeah. It's like She's, Groundhog Day at my she, house. Like, sold but just out with like, all her shows in San Francisco. Oh, every wow. single yeah. one. I went to, I think it was a 1030 or 11 o'clock show <laughs> in LA because it sold out in three minutes i was wow. like all my friends we were texting each other we're like ready set <laughs> go and like by the time we refreshed our page it was already sold out and we had to elect to to go to the 11 p.m or 10 30 p.m showing yeah. and uh let me tell you hashtag worth it <laughs> <laughs> but you know she she is just you know i think the first time i watched her stand-up special i watched the first half and I think if you watch only the first half um, before she changes your entire world by yeah, flipping the script completely, totally. you know, I walked away from it from, you know, from those first 25, 30 minutes being like, I don't know, this is, is this anti-feminist? Like, I don't know, you yeah. know? Hmm. And then I finished the entire thing and just saw the beauty of the thing that she had created. Yeah. Yeah. And not only was it funny, like I was rolling on the ground laughing. I got a six pack from laughing so hard. <laughs> Thank you, Ali Wong. Um, it's like Bowflex, but like in jokes. And then, mm. uh, but beyond that, I learned so much. You know, I I learned what it, like how to spin a narrative. I learned how to set it up for an audience. You know, mm. I, I learned just these vital pieces of what she was trying to say and um, vital pieces of learning how to love who I am as an Asian American woman, you yeah. know? Um, and being very empowered by that. And so, and, you know, I think I feel very fortunate in that um, my my mother, she she brought home the bacon. She was, shout out to Mama Liang. Uh, <laughs> Mama Liang. Yeah, she's an auditor and she's, um, you know, she works at uh, Long Beach Credit Union um, <laughs> down in the LBC. She's a badass lady. Yeah, you don't mess with her. <laughs> um, but, you know, growing up, 
with a mother who brought home the bacon and a father who braided your hair poorly. Um, (laughs) You know, Daddy Liang. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like I was very lucky in that without trying to be progressive, we became kind of a progressive household. Mm. Um, And I remember going to college and studying sociology, super, super useful minor, Um, just (laughs) like, you know, just lucrative AF. Um, But learning that, you know, the female pay gap and, and realizing that, you know, even if I saw equality at home and, and I, I had a mother who it was a very matriarchal household, mm-hmm. um, how different that is, how, how different the reality of it is on a, on a wider scale, you know, yeah. uh, I, I went home and went to, I actually, I went to my dorm room and I cried, oh. <laughs> yeah, cried salty tears and ate a granola bar. Cause that's what you do in, uh, in, college uh but yeah so anyhow ali wong my hero yeah i did not uh, have a microwave <laughs> and then you turn up the emo music right? you turn up the emo music yeah like get that uh i don't know my dashboard. chemical dashboard confessional <laughs> going oh my gosh uh and uh and randall park they're casting a movie together it's a yes. rom-com it's a rom-com written by uh, michael Golomko. Yes, oh. absolutely. And, uh, you know, I'm going to feel a little weird because uh, Jessica Huang on Fresh Off the Boat is, you know, also a hero of mine. Right. So is it cheating? Like cheating. Yeah. I is it crossing lines? They're actors, so. Priscilla. They oh, because actors. If they're you, actors? Because if, if you go with that logic, <laughs> so then confused. Kim Jong-un is the dad of Hedy Huang. <laughs> okay, right. well, let's not. <laughs> <laughs> I would not appreciate that. <laughs> Actually, Randall Park's real wife is on the Netflix show. Um, yes, friends, friends from with from college. Yeah, yeah she's oh, amazing. Man. I have yet to see this show. Well, okay, the show is interesting. <laughs> oh, okay, and I heard a talk like by the creators of it, and they're like, these people aren't meant to be despicable. And mm. like, you know, you're not meant to really like them. And that's part of what was the fun of writing it. <laughs> and I was just like, but this is so unenjoyable. I was going to say, is it oh. fun to watch? Right. It is. It, I haven't seen it. So it's, it's about terrible be, people. It, it's not terrible people. It's just kind of people that maybe were emotionally stunted at some point. And sure. even if they kind of grew up and bought beautiful houses and have like successful jobs, they're still oh. there's when they come together, they kind of revert back to that emotional. Is it like a more affluent? It's always yes. sunny. Um, or sure. Not as uh, not a, no, definitely not as funny. Um, <laughs> more like, oh, what's a good show reference? You know, I, I actually don't know. It it's must be one unique. of a kind. Then. Yeah. If anything, it's kind of... Have you seen the British show Crashing? No. No. It's like that same type of frustrating. I've been Obviously, watching, that's more of a straight-up comedy. <laughs> crashing is, but... I have been watching The Great British Bake Off. Oh, my gosh. I freaking love <laughs> The Great British Bake Off. Oh, oh my, my god! Hold me back. Mary Hold Berry me back. is my hero. Hold me back. Uh, I'm halfway through the, uh, the the latest season on Netflix. Oh, my, oh my god! So you're going to cry so much at the Alvin end. Alvin just got just... eliminated. No! Sorry, spoilers. No, I know. Spoilers. Yeah, hashtag spoilers. spoilers. Well, if yeah. You, shame on you if you haven't seen <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You got to get on it. You got to get on it. Alvin, I really love that Alvin... You know, he's Filipino, so yeah. I was like, go Alvin. Alvin. Yeah, but he's like super he, Filipino. He was so Filipino. In accent. <laughs> I actually wonder if he's like from the island I'm from because the accent was just you so like recognize so similar. It? I'm yeah. like, oh, Tito. <laughs> um, but you know, on one hand, I was like, he's really good, but I could also see where he was a bit uneven. So I saw it coming. Oof. He overthought it. Like, overthought any good overachiever, it. You yeah, know? you got to get that yeah. game time face. He didn't go to enough. Uh, 
I yeah. don't know, like after does, school. He, he totally <laughs> does the Asian thing, though, where he just apologizes. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. stop apologizing, Alvin, stop. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> um, too nice. Sorry, yes. <laughs> Speaking of, I heard Minji got to hang out with Shirley Chang, my hero. Yes, Shirley oh Chang was in this office just the other Shirley day. Shirley Chang. Awesome. I would kiss her on the mouth, I Top think. Top chef runner. Yeah. We're going to oh. try to have her on the pod sometime she was soon. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm an avid Top Chef fan. Me I've too. Seen, yeah. We and should start a podcast where we watch it. We should Until do that. the Asian person gets eliminated, then we stop. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's the way to do it. And usually they're second. So yeah. <laughs> that makes your podcast like unpredictable. Yeah. Is it going to be really short? This is my new concept. True. It's basically it's anytime true. an Asian person is on a um, competitive reality show we start we up we start until, up, yeah. until they get eliminated right right, right. so we follow the <laughs> and sometimes race. there's two episodes yeah. of the podcast and sometimes there's 12 you just never you know just, it's yeah, always sad it and this is just being a homer it's always when the asian person on top shift sucks oh it's so oh. bad and and yeah and when yeah. they th- aren't representative of what you're proud of yeah, yeah. no totally oh wait, who's it good no i don't want to call it we've had a lot yeah, of really yeah, good yeah. top chefers oh we've we had, had some great Maylin, top Maylin, my girl K- Kristen kish Kristen kish yeah paul chi yeah he, oh he kind of he fell off he's, he's on the back he's on a he's, he's, he's on the recovery back. he's on the recovery yeah now. i mean yeah. you know he, he's bringing filipino food to austin that guy yes yeah. oh heck yeah. and he's talking you know it's sad. It was like domestic he was, violence. He was in rehab for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. but he's wait kind of what bringing, uh, after the show. After this the is very show. inside. We're very inside yeah, you guys baseball are like, right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Glossing over the wait, okay. top. You totally. Guys. Edley, Randall Park, and oh, and Ali Wong, Wong are in a movie together. In a movie together. <laughs> um, oh right, bringing it back. Mark. I do feel like you know because of how close I feel to them. Like you know, I've only I've only been in the same room as Randall Park once, and I we I took a photo with his coke can creepily um he's a very nice guy yeah I totally that nice was gonna guy. go somewhere else and then yeah. you added can oh yeah coke, coke can yeah can. creepily yeah <laughs> my boyfriend and i took a photo together with his coke can not with randall because i was that is nervous creepy. yeah it's super <laughs> creepy but i do feel like you know if there's a sex scene i'm gonna feel like i'm watching my sex my friends like do it which I'm excited for. <laughs> I hope there's a sex scene. I'm not like scene. against there, it. Yeah. I think there should, there better be a there sex scene. There's gotta be a sex right? scene. Yeah. And I want Randall Park to just like, you know, just ravage. I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> uh, this is like some fantasy that uh, you've been having. Um, uh, so Randall, should we talk offline? Are you going to cut this? Randall Park sex scene. Yeah. Randall Park sex scene. Do it, Mike yeah. <laughs> Wait, I mean, is, is there a sex scene in Crazy Rich Asians? I don't know. I haven't read the books. So I don't know. Oh, I haven't read the book either. Oh, okay. No, yeah. yeah. Wrong crowd to ask. I know. Oops. Sorry. Oops. But what? You know what I'm you too can... busy thinking about Randall Park. Here's, a, here's a tangent. You know what you can ask us about? Yeah. Oh, the Piggy Blinders. blinders. <laughs> oh, I can't oh say. God. I can't even say. Oh, the, can we curse? Are we no, going to curse? We just blew up yeah. the. Um, it's okay. Killian the Murphy. Peaky I love Blinders. I haven't seen the third season yet. Okay, you need to get on it. You need to get on it. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, me and Priscilla, like, we're already, you know, you know, we're already friends. Yeah. yeah. But like there was BFS. this whole other level where she was like, have you oh seen gosh. this show, Peaky Blinders? And oh one day at home. Pretty good. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I watched yeah. this show at home, but I watched it the wrongest way possible. <laughs> no subtitles. So there were no subtitles. Oh. And my lighting was really dark. Like, yeah. I had to change the setting. And then uh-huh. I was right. like, why is Priscilla into this show? Right. I understand dark nothing that's happening. And indiscernible. I yeah. can't see a single... <laughs> 
So then we get to her apartment and she's like, we're watching P.E. And then Killian now. Murphy's cheekbones came out and cut she's her like, eyes. All yeah. she's doing is talking about Killian Murphy and I'm uh, like, I don't see it, man. Right? He's a gangster. But and she then, literally didn't see it because her screen you, was too dark. He'll cut you with his eyes and he'll cut you with his hat. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And subtitles, man. That's that's key in case yeah. some of you guys haven't seen Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders yeah. is um, a like post-World War One British yeah. um, like crime drama. Yeah. So you got, like, gangster drama. Gangster yeah. Drama. And it takes place in Birmingham. Birmingham. I can't do it, but Birmingham. I'm not even going to try. Well, speaking of um, European accents, uh-huh. um, oh, I yeah. want to talk about, uh, did you guys watch the new DuckTales yet? I saw part of it. It's I saw both your suggestions and I uh, checked them both out. <laughs> well, I was going to talk about Moonlight, but I want to wait for oh, Minch to get back. Yes. Oh, man, that video. That video was good. We should talk. Let's talk about we, Moonlight. Yeah, you guys, should talk, you guys should watch DuckTales. It's back it's and it's awesome. Mm. And... Donald's in it and Scrooge no, so Donald it. is old hmm? right he's like an old guy in no 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 old duck is, didn't he age Donald Duck no 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 I no? don't think so he's even older he's still uncle to the, <laughs> oh, the triplets oh oh wait that's yeah. always been a thing <laughs> I don't remember my like, he has so many responsibilities yeah. now I'm like wait he seems older now I think Scrooge is like maybe well it's a different actor because the original actor passed away so okay. now I thought Scrooge he Duck is um, David Tennant Oh wow! Oh, that's yeah. cool. I didn't realize oh, that was that's David Tennant. Really cool. And then um, Danny, Danny Pudi plays Huey. What? Oh, yeah. That's really. See, cool. I was just watching it. I didn't realize the background behind it. Yeah. It was entertaining. It's good. I'm excited. Okay. Um, I was going to ask about cartoons. We can talk about cartoons later. Yeah. Maybe we can just bring it back. Yeah. But uh, Moonlight, the Jay Z uh, oh, music video, where it's really just like a short film. Yeah. Um, directed that was by cool. directed by Alan Yang. Of, yes. Um, showrunner of. Um, um, Master, Master of None, my, um, my hero. <laughs> um, yeah, it was great. Yeah. Oh, was, he's also in Parks and Rec as uh, what's his name in, in the show? He's part of Mouse Rat. Yeah, one he's of the, part of Mouse Rat. Uh, the yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. some of the best face <laughs> facial expressions. Um, expressions. I was gonna say, yeah, it's um, yeah. What do you think? Of I it? watched it and then I read about it and I listened to other people talk about it and I didn't realize there were so many like little references, layers, and references. Okay, like, so what do you think at first? And then what changed after you read everything? Well, I thought it was just oh, it's like it's a f- like fun meta thing, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, they're they're just doing um, friends, friends, yeah. And I realized, and then I learned that is v- word for word an actual episode of Friends. Yes. That they did. Yep. Yeah. Is yeah. that the one where everyone is late? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, a uh, little piece of trivia, they actually did that episode because they wanted to save money on set pieces. So they were challenged to write an episode where they all stay in the apartment. Oh. And because it was like a pretty successful episode, then thereafter they did one each season to kind of oh. challenge oh, wow. themselves. It's kind of interesting. Wow. The, um, yeah, the, they have a term for that, like the, the lock-in episode or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I was listening to another podcast, um, Open Ended. Um, they're like these two black pop culture like gurus gurus mm-hmm. and they were like dropping knowledge on like all the background and like i didn't realize because i used to watch living single a lot right and right. i didn't realize that friends was like ripping it ripping off. it off yeah 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 absolutely what yeah and the narrative oh my god i never thought about living that. single came out a year before friends and apparently um during that year they had asked the head of nbc if you had any show which one would you want on your network and he said Living single. Living single. Wow. Yeah. And it's funny because uh, in the, kind of the friend's lore, in, yeah. the, in the myth, <laughs> it's kind of like, no, like, you know, when it first debuted, people just thought it was stupid and shallow, but look what it became. But all mm. along, it was kind of a concept that was, yeah. 
you know what I mean, or already lauded, yeah. um, but just co-opted. And well, the first episode of Friends is also um, similar to the first episode of Cheers. Mm. And I think the creators are the same, right? Oh. Or the first writer of that episode <laughs> or something. There's like a similarity yeah. there somewhere. Mm. Yeah, I mean, my my um, my history with Friends is, isn't as robust as other people's. Like Minji loves Friends. Like she's watched I, every I, single yeah. episode like same. multiple I've seen times. Every single episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I like as a kid wasn't allowed to watch TV. My dad's a pastor, oh, no. um, and so I used to you know I think it was on WB at like eleven p.m. or eleven thirty. So I would wait till my parents were asleep, and I would sneak out of my oh, room. Oh, you heathen! Yeah, I, I was <laughs> such a heathen, and I would sneak down the stairs, which is really hard because you know. Um, creaky and then I would end up in the the living room television set and I would set the volume to one and watch it kind of pressing my ear up to the speaker and like looking at the screen yeah. real quick and and I just kept jostling my head back oh and forth gosh. watching episodes That's commitment, yeah dude. Wow. it was uh it was a deep love for the Chandler Bing <laughs> I, I got into friends later in life strangely enough yeah. like i i didn't I, I saw the hype when i was in high school or whatever but i didn't yeah my cousins love jump on the train but i yeah. felt like it wasn't like, i think it was a generational thing right like, i mm. got really into like scrubs oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and like arrest development and like yeah. love scrubs. How, how i mentioned mother i felt like was my friends same okay. here yeah. yeah for sure for sure yeah 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 um but yeah what did you guys think about it Oh, man. Well, I did the same thing you did where I watched it and mm-hmm. then I watched um, Alan Yang. I read Alan Yang interviews mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. Um, but when I first watched it, I was like, oh, this is cute. They're taking that episode that always frustrates me. The real oh, episode yeah, the frustrates worst. the crap out of me. Yeah. I was like, they're taking this episode and I don't hate it now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't even think too much about the fact that it was like, oh, everybody is black and they're, you know, yeah. I. And and then I realized like wow they're taking the script word for word what are they trying to say and yeah. what are they doing and just at the right moment when I was starting to feel like it was getting a bit stale mm-hmm. you know he they walks, broke out of it yeah, yeah right. and then um, he walks out of the shot like, yeah it sucks yeah yeah, yeah. And he's just like yo this sucks and I'm like thank <laughs> you you got it yeah. right on the nose like why are you doing this episode word yeah. for word it makes no sense yeah. um and then the end with the moonlight yeah and when they didn't do the oh. It's actually Moonlight. Yeah. It's, like, it's La La Land. It's, it's just La it's La, La like, Land. Um, I was reading just like it's like La La Land in, its, in itself was like a white version of a black oh, yeah, like, art form, right? Like yeah, trying yeah. to explain so, it. So true. And like one of the best hot takes that I heard about the video was like you take a look at everyone in that, in that cast. Mm. They're all actors known for being excellent mm. in really, really good like films and shows about being black right and right. here they are in this most like kind of like the whitest the m- whitest most yeah. mediocre like kind of like just by <laughs> yeah. the numbers sitcom, Wonder Bread. Yeah. Right? yeah for well, the masses it's interesting it, it kind of reminded me of a theater move um like <laughs> one where um they'll do a production with the gender swapped um mm. roles so the men will play women and the women will play men um and it kind of just immediately um subverts your expectations and reveals what your expectations are and how um concrete those kind of are in your right. day-to-day also, life like the characters are much more fleshed out exactly right? mm-hmm. yeah like, much more better written right and yeah. then secondly it reminded me of kind of um the the whiz um mm-hmm. kind of the, right, right. the, the yeah. black take on um the wizard of oz right. um obviously this is different because it's word for word so it's not necessarily showcasing a different perspective or a different side mm-hmm. um but just kind of again subverting your expectations yeah. um re re configuring you know what i mean what that area in your brain looks like yeah yeah i was trying to figure because i don't remember that episode word for word but like i was trying to figure which one was chandler and which one was joey 
Uh, oh, the one right. who drank the fat was Chandler, right? Okay. The one who Wait. puts on all the clothes is Joey. Oh my gosh. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's like the, the clearest date. So Joey was Lakeith Stanfield and yeah. Chandler yes. was the guy from, the friend from Get Out. I think so. Yeah. Yes. Cool. The friend yeah. from Get Out. Yes. That's what <laughs> yeah. I want to be known as one day. The, fr- <laughs> the friend from the Asian Get Out. Yeah, the friend from the Ali Wong and Randall Park movie. Uh, <laughs> That's I wonder, like my yeah. dream. Yeah. Have, have you guys seen the John Cho film, Columbus? Columbus, yet? not have, yet. Yeah. Have you I seen you saw it? Seen, how did you feel about it? I haven't seen it yet. Was it I amazing? Really um, I will share that after the break. Oh, okay. We'll, hey. we'll be right back. Oh, we got to go. Hey everyone, it's Marvin. I um, hope you're enjoying this episode of the Collabcast. As always, the Collabcast is a part of Collaboration, a nonprofit organization supporting Asian Americans in the arts and entertainment. Discovering, developing, showcasing, and connecting the creative talents of the Asian American community in North America and beyond. Um, you can always find out more about Collaboration by going to our website at www.collaboration.org. There you can learn more about our programs and our other content offerings, including past episodes of the Collabcast. Collaboration is currently gearing up for our end-of-year finale events. Um, that's the Collaboration Empower Creative Leadership Conference and the Collaboration Star Grand Finale Showcase taking place over the weekend of November 4th and 5th. Stay tuned to the Collabcast as well as Collaboration social media um, to stay up to date on any speaker and performer announcements. The Collabcast is also a proud member of the Potluck Podcast Collective, a collective of podcasts featuring unique voices from the Asian American community. Each week, I like to highlight a different show from the collective, and this week, I want to give a quick shout out to Books and Boba. Um, Books and Boba is another podcast that I host along with my friend Rira Yu. It's a book club podcast featuring books by Asian and Asian American authors. Each month, we pick a different book to read and discuss on the podcast. Uh, We also do author interviews on the podcast as well as update our listeners on new releases and publishing news. You can listen to Books and Boba and the other great programs of the Potluck Collective by going to the website podcastpotluck.com and subscribing to any of our shows. And that'll do it for this break. Uh, thanks again for listening to the Collabcast. Um, let's get you back to the show. And welcome back to the Collabcast, oh, episode 134. I am here with some of my favorite people in the whole wide world. Hey, hey. Miss Priscilla Liang, a.k.a. Prisca. Hi, guys. Miss Alpha Garcia, a.k.a. Alpha. Hello. Ooh. <laughs> We're having the best time with Marvin. I just got a private concert from the two of them. I <laughs> you did, really, yeah. No, we, just... we wheeled in a hot tub and uh, just a whole stage set up, and Marvin just sat in the hot tub and en- enjoyed a <laughs> little, little alpha serenade. Mm. By me. <laughs> <If only. laughs> well, because I'm during the next break. Oh, I <laughs> yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. She's jumping on keyboards during your next right, song. Right, right, right. Yeah. I didn't know what the order of show was <laughs> You know, this imaginary show of yeah. yours. I, I'm kind of like, you know, we warmed up the crowd with the podcast, and then yeah. the main performance was Alfie, and then I'll just cool it down. Yeah. I end. love that this That's girl calls best. me Alfie, by the way. Oh, I, I, I don't think you even realize. <laughs> I don't even think I do. A, yeah. Isn't that a it is, movie? Yes, it is it Solomon's is. name, Mr. Oh. Solomon's name in Peaky Blinders. Bringing it back. Oh. Yeah, be bringing it right back. Alfie, Ar- <laughs> Alfie that's, yeah. That's Arthur, right? Or no, that... it's uh, Tom, um, Tom Hardy plays the character. Oh, right, the yeah. baker. The baker, oh, correct. Peaky yes. Blinders so good. I need to, I need to catch up. I have, Don't worry. I binged it, seasons one and two. Yeah. And then, you know, it didn't yeah. come out for a while. I will say, though, it, you, to 
give a little break between two and three is fine. Uh, yeah. A lot of stuff kind of jumps. They pick okay. up all the seasons after a few years, too. Mm-hmm. So. I just like saying, Peaky Blinders. <laughs> Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders. Yeah. <laughs> That's so ridiculous. <laughs> we need to make it a drinking game. <laughs> Birmingham. <laughs> uh, well, we left off... Um, Talking about Columbus, um, yes. the new John Cho yeah. movie. I, I saw it at the closing night of the LA Asian Pacific Film Festival oh, okay. this past Got it. year. Cool. Um, my thoughts, I liked it. Um, it's a very, very beautifully shot film. It looks gorgeous. Yeah. And it's a lot of like architecture. It's, it takes place in Columbus, which right. it's known for architecture, uh-huh, I guess. Uh-huh. And as a urban planning minor, an, another useless minor. Cute. Um, Shout out to my girl I Emily Shung. I took a couple architecture classes. So okay. to me, it, it was kind of like, okay, I get it. Nerding out. They had architecture jokes that I got. Right. Okay. I got super inside. Yeah. Um, like, what's a good architecture joke? Yeah. That, yeah I, like, I my mind wanna... draws a blank. <laughs> yeah. So there's a scene where um, the, the girl is showing John Cho's character a building uh-huh. that, like, I think it's their school or something. And he goes, like, oh, that's brutal. <laughs> that's funny. Okay, that's, uh, that's really funny. <laughs> okay, I'll be the one that goes what? Because yeah. brutalism is a style of architecture. Of architecture. It's uh, very, very aggressive. It's like think about hence the name. Like it's like German community college. Like you're, oh. out, you're like or like co- your college that was built in like the seventies, mm-hmm. right? Lots mm-hmm. of exposed concrete, right? Tiny little windows. Irvine. Very aggressive. Irvine Clinical. has a lot of those buildings. Yeah, yeah. You see Irvine. Zot zot. <laughs> that's that's your architecture <laughs> moment. Yeah, right yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that's brutal. That's uh, really good. Yeah. Next time you drive by, like, like I don't know, Cal State Long Beach or something, you're like, brutal, brutal. Um, <laughs> I, like I thought it was. A, it's it's a different portrayal. Like, you know, John Cho usually plays like kind of party dudes or bros, mm-hmm. but this one he plays a more low key kind of the type of person. Like, if you ever met John Cho in real life. Is, he's um, playing himself. He's kind of playing himself, and okay. it's, you know, we know people who know him that work with him that says, "Yeah, this is like, the first time we've ever seen John Cho play someone similar to his actual personality." Gotcha. Um, Interesting. The movie is really slow, though. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if you're not down for that, it I mean, might be a little slow. I'm down for I that. Can be in the mood for slow as long as it's pretty and it's, <laughs> yeah. it, and if it makes you think a little bit, I'm yeah. okay with that. Plus, yeah. it's an Asian American lead. Yeah, and the yeah. Asian American yeah. director too. Yeah. Very, oh, yeah. 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 Very nice. proud. And yeah, what I the pull quote that I saw from it was basically like, we just kind of wanted John Cho to flex. Like, <laughs> you yeah. know, we just yeah. give him the room to do whatever he wants to, to do with the character, you know? Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's an amazing concept, you know? It's an amazing opportunity. It's, yeah. always, it's always great to see him get work. And I guess he's on the cast of The Exorcist now, oh, which wow. is a show I do not watch. I don't want it's a scary thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I I never I I don't I like scary movies, but I've never really gotten into like a horror TV show. I watched like the first season of American Horror Story. I mean, but... does Buffy count? Because I kind of no. I was kind of down with Buffy. That's kind of more Buffy of a soap great. opera. I was yeah, definitely right. down with Angel. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think I kind of like yeah. Angel better than Buffy. Yes, I think so too. Yeah. There's like more a, mature. There's yeah, like yeah. a new wave of like horror, like um, what's it called? Uh, Bates Motel, mm-hmm. like horror, um, like American TV horror shows. Story. Yeah. yeah, and um, I for I guess for whatever reason, my brain just doesn't uh, you know, gravitate don't, you don't towards do it. The shows what about like do Walking Dead? I don't do the shows. Yeah, like well, Walking Dead. I didn't I didn't watch Walking Dead? My sisters watched it. Um, yeah, but those stories are more like zombie stories are more about the um, that's more like the inhumanity. Yeah, like, like humans are the true sure, you know, sure, sure. the right. true danger in the well, world, right. and that's got like kind of ap- apocalyptic um, tropes yeah. more so than um, horror tropes. You know what right. I mean? 
Um, so I would love <laughs> if to you're watch. really going to parse it out. Right, right, right. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Professor Lim at UCI. Thanks, Professor Lim. Bliss <laughs> Lim. Lim. Yeah, she was from the Philippines. Her name was Bliss. Her name was Bliss it's Lim. Like Miss Bliss. She. So I was a film studies um, major at uh, UC Irvine. Just the the film most studies. yeah the most useless major, but I loved it's fun. it. I feel yeah. like it's really helped you for this podcast. Oh, it's it's <laughs> actually yeah. Yeah, I'm I think um slowly manipulating the whole thing. I think we're just going to turn this into just like a full on <laughs> pop culture discussion with you guys because this is so much fun. Yeah, sure, we can yeah. keep talking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we, you know, the, there's not that much interesting about yeah, my life, I, I'm, so. I'm saying that for the benefit of the listener in case yeah. you're wondering where we're going with this. Oh, yeah. This is the absolutely. new direction now. Yeah, come follow us Hi, on listener. a pop journey. <laughs> yeah. Um, film major? Yes, I was a film media studies major. <laughs> film and media studies major. Yeah, and uh, uh, I, my, I wrote my thesis paper on like narrative film. Nice. Yeah, and so we covered. I think my my final paper was on Run Lola Run. Oh, oh my gosh, my one gosh. of my favorites of all Just time. Just like the best. So and good. I think the the best thing I learned from film school was that you have to watch a movie three times before you can talk about it. Really? Yeah, that was kind of the the concept. I took a couple of film classes, and I'm definitely glad I did because I was exposed to films that I would have never like watched. Yeah, it was like I took a cult films class, which oh, is yeah. all the weird shit. Did you watch a lot of um? Tarantino stuff? No, okay. it was like um, I watched like um, Women in was Prison. The, the 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 Man on the Moon. Okay, one. yeah, I yeah, watched yeah. Uh, the Crow. Oh wow! Um, we watched a couple scenes of Pink Flamingo, which was Pink, Pink Flamingo. Wow. Did you watch the Room? No, no. Okay, that's we, the horrible. We watched so yeah, horrible. Yeah, yeah. It's good movie. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then uh, we watched uh, Rocky Horror. Rocky Horror. Rocky we Horror. watched Candyman. Yeah. Great. Well, that was scary, dude. Some not, of those I did movies not like are... Candyman. <laughs> Yeah, so I liked it, but I did not so, like it. Yeah, so yeah, they're so bad that they're great. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I did marathon um, Evil Dead the trilogy. Oh wow! Oh, nice. Yeah, that That's was some the first commitment. one. Was a, the first one's one of those like so bad it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, I took like a camp horror trash. Okay. A camp cult trash. Sorry, um, class, and it was mm. the trash section was just like it was almost like it was like DMV. Mo- videos that had been like remixed like that was kind of like what trash kind of like fell bad into lighting. yeah but like things that people either collected or enjoyed or you know it was very fascinating but the the one that kind of always stuck with me is the women in prison films mm. um and then now seeing that um at another zeitgeist with uh, orange of the new black obviously in a different format but they actually play on a lot of those tropes especially really? in season one um, a lot of just like the male gaze, a lot of the, you know, uh, the concept that when women are caged together, they become kind of like animals, mm. um, uncontrollable, uh, and, and vicious in a different way. Uh, but it's all under the control of the man because he places them there. Mm. So that first season, the first couple of episodes, that's like, they're, they're essentially placing you within a women in prison film. And then they take the rest of the season, dismantling that and basically showing, re-empowering these women, you know, despite their, their place. Um, Part of that is giving female guards or female prison people uh, more power. And part of that was just within internally the structure um, of not succumbing to. I yeah. feel like Priska needs yeah. her own like, she, mu- like, like movie critic like <laughs> podcast or column or something. I'm like I'm so riveted. Like, <laughs> tell me more. Tell me more. It was like the best class. Um, Professor Lim's my jam. She 
she she said that she like went to a concert once and saw that the the, the singer I forget who it was was working the aisles mm-hmm. and she was like so that's what I try to do as a professor <laughs> yeah does she do you still talk to her I should I don't, yeah I, I need don't to get back in touch talk to any of my professors I get too starstruck yeah. either but I will tell you who I do talk to Ooh, who do you talk because to because he just called me last week um, my orchestra director from <gasps> high school oh really yeah like he um, I don't know how this started but a few years ago like we just started talking oh my god like on a very and he's like hey call me jack and i'm like i cannot <laughs> can't do call it call you jack like i it, we can talk about anything now that i'm no longer in high school right and you're re- retired in maine with your your wife and and this is great we can talk but i will never call you jack <laughs> you're just you're, like yeah mr jack mr cup That's always true. mr cup Mr. Cub. There's an English teacher Cub. that we still have ties with, and we can't call him not Mr. Tom. It's just, you just, yeah. yeah. Just can't do it. You just, just can't, can't do it. Yeah. yeah. But it's so interesting how that happens. That's awesome. My band director turned out to be a right wing <gasps> supporter and gun nut. So <gasps> who saw that coming? I don't well, know. What uh, yeah. instrument did you play? Yeah. I played the um, the flute and the trombone. Oh, nice. Wow. So you're into the breathing. Instruments. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, no, thank you. I can't. I need to conserve all my air. <laughs> I let my fingers do the work. Ooh. Whoa, hey, hey, hey. Uh, I gotta slap Ooh, a explicit like tag on this. <laughs> Absolutely not safe for children. Uh, well, speaking of music, I guess now we can turn into. Oh, what that was you guys a segue. About. I didn't yes. realize. Thank you for calling out. Marvin is deft podcast work right there. Yeah, um, super deft. You know? both have albums coming out. Oh, Alpha yeah, just had just an album came, came out. Just came out. Priscus is yeah. coming out soon. Mine's yeah, coming yay. out in February. Oh, yeah. well, did, you, did you already do your uh, Did you already do your jam party yet? Uh, yeah. So I made a, a ton of jam. So good. And I gave half of half of it to the people, but then uh, I didn't th- feel like it was the right fruit and season. <laughs> She's crazy. <laughs> it was delicious. So for uh, for our listeners, yeah. <laughs> Priska did a Kickstarter for her first EP. That's right. Yeah. My and EP. one of the perks is jam. By Prisca. Yeah. Homemade house, homemade handmade. Homemade, handmade. Jam. Jam. Yeah, we had yeah. a big party. It was uh, it was kind of like my birthday party. I just made everyone make really? jam with was me. Was it just practice for your entry into the Great British Bake Off? It was, yeah. Are you going to be the next I tamale? Actually, I'm definitely, yeah, I'm working on my Irish accent. <laughs> you have to accent. work on your yeah. British citizenship. Wor- oh, yeah. I'm definitely working on my British citizenship. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have, to be a British, you have to be a British citizen? I think citizen? so. It's the Great British Bake Off? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. You know, I'm in I talks. I haven't seen a non-British person on the <laughs> show that's fair <laughs> um yeah i you know i keep seeding in the fact that my uh, to my boyfriend i'm like well you know maybe one day we'll live there like and i've been saying that for five years yeah, yeah. and i'm just like slowly just because he's like are in you, la are you making it so that's his idea i'm gonna yours? try to make it that's so it's his, his strategy idea. yeah 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 <laughs> you'll like, learn this and in I marriage just, it only gets exactly gets i just keep feeding him tea and scones and and uh until mm. he's and then like suddenly you're speaking and then with a i know i mean yeah. cook, he's like, would you like some biscuits <laughs> right <laughs> yes let's take the lift i mean the elevator the <laughs> oh where are the rubbish bins <laughs> oh i mean trash <laughs> peaky blinders peaky blinders but okay um, your yeah. album i, so I actually album. really want to talk about your album yeah yes. so we recorded it at dave's room um up in like like sunland around that area like north of where valley. you're at yeah up in the valley um it's this amazing room it was built in the 70s um they don't build studios like this anymore uh you know every room every wall is kind of non-parallel um, oh cool yeah the the walls are like 
two feet thick or 18 inches thick. Did you it know? make you feel more funky? Were you like in it, a funky mood? Kind of. It was actually decorated in that kind of vein. and <laughs> nice. But it just felt warm and it felt cozy. And we just hold up in there for a couple of days um, with just like some amazing musicians. And um, I think we came out with something that we really like. I think everything was sounding great. Yeah, we didn't do... I didn't track my vocals there. I tracked my vocals with um, Glenn Cervic. Okay. Um, yeah, Glenn's the best. and uh, But he tracked everything for us at Dave's Room in terms of instruments. Mm. And they had just like a beautiful grand piano, beautiful Rhodes keyboards, mm, like just nice. awesome guitar amps. Like all the guys were just nerding out on all the amps <laughs> that they had, you know. And I was just like, yeah, yeah, they, they look... they. They yeah, sound, those yeah. look nice. Yeah, pretty. Ooh, green. Like, Enjoy you know. the Kickstarter money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they're like, ooh, tubes. Like, you know, and and a lot of them were um, used on like legendary recordings and all. And wow. you know, so it was it was an amazing experience. And uh, I'm excited for it to come out. We had a couple of little like little delays, um, but I think you know we're yeah. gonna have, we have all the vocals done, all the instruments done. You know, I feel like it's been like a, like many years delays just to have you record something <laughs> you put out. So true. at this point, so a couple more yeah. months is it, it's is waitable. Yeah, so I I've been watching the Defiant ones. Oh mm. yeah, freaking amazing! Oh my god, so and good. Like, one of the things Dr. Dre says that's so interesting, and I guess true. I mean, he knows more than I do, <laughs> <laughs> but he's just like the the uh, the biggest enemy of a project is a deadline. Yeah, mm. right. And, um, he's just so into the creative aspect of it which is remarkable because he's such a successful businessman as well yeah but i guess he's really much more just about the creativity the that's art kind of yeah. where he starts so See? that's the thing about any musical project yeah. you know like you can't sure it's it's tough when you have a kickstarter yeah because I, my last album was also kickstarted and it creates this feeling of oh my gosh Urgency, i have to right? fulfill yeah. this yeah. for people I, I can't leave them hanging yeah. but at the same time like you sacrifice a lot by rushing yourself. Right. And I, you know? I, f- I definitely feel that. I, I'm glad you brought that up because I feel like every morning I wake up and I'm like, <gasps> I've been sent out T-shirts. Like, you know, <laughs> and uh, like I, at this point I feel bad and I've gotten a couple emails like, hey, uh, like, okay, you know, you told me about those emails. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> and if anyone of those people are listening, I, right. <laughs> but I, I understand, down. but also down to be the artist yeah. alone. To be fair, you know, the, yeah. yeah it, the it, artist has so little these days. It's not the 90s anymore. It's where true. You can just like lay on a project and have anything you want yeah at least let your artists have the time that they need just give them that much totally i feel like it'll be worth it totally i totally even forgot that you know and if it's not worth it i'm so sorry (laughs) no don't even think that way yeah but it's gonna be great part of what got me going on this um and doing the kickstarter because i i think i'd always just been afraid Mm. um you know, once you put something out, you're just like, does this like represent me? And what if it's bad? And all these things. And like, I talked to like Sean Mira. Mm. He's like, dude, one of my favorite artists came out with this just very low, like low brow, like, you know, like lo-fi like album. And it's one of my favorite ones. Yeah. He's yeah. like, just get it out. Just get it yeah. out. And I was like, okay. And you I just don't know what's going to connect with people too. Right. So that's why you have to do it for yourself. Not it's for so true. Else. It's so true. And so, yeah, I feel like this is something it says what I wanted to say and I'm very proud of it and excited to move on to the next project after it too. So, and which I'm and sure, you know, we're so excited that like... there's going to be a next project <laughs> yeah. and the next yeah. one and the next one. Yes. We're but get this one done first. We're just, yeah. Oh, yeah. But did you get <laughs> it done? Yeah. I, I, need it, I need it in my eardrums. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, hopefully one day Alpha Inch and I, Inch Chua out oh. in Singapore can work on something we together. Have, yeah. We've got to get yeah. something together. What's yeah, your, what's your happen. band name? Well, we like to call ourselves the Vortex, but yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like an emo band to me. 
you know, I'm down. I'm hey, down. You never know. Yeah, you never know. What it'll Emo's. Be. Hey, it's part of the comeback. I feel like everyone's oh, sad right yeah, now. Yeah, coming back. We need some sad music. We need like R and B. I mean, yeah. Listen to what that would sound Ooh, like. Ooh, I, I like that. And rock is coming back, so I think like emo. Is emo it? Rock. Oh yeah. God, please come back, rock. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, it's save us from the dance music. Yeah. <laughs> save us from the. Unts, I mean, unts. I'm not gonna lie. I do kind of love the dance music too, but. It's yeah, been, it's been a while. I don't mind it, but I do love rock. It's been like ten years, but you dance. can't cry your eyes yeah, out to I dance music. Like, you know some, what I mean? I want some aggressive ass, like. Uh, yeah, ooh, Marvin, Mar- did you hear that? Marvin heart. wants some ass. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 hey! Um, love you, Marvin. I'm sorry. No problem. Officially I'm explicit. Not de- I'm not denying <laughs> or confirming anything. Um, no, I love it. An alpha. You are. I d- yeah. put out an album about oh a month God. and a half ago. If you guys haven't heard it, you need to go and download this <laughs> right now. It is. It's going to change your world. I um. I'm just so happy it's in the world. Dude. You know, and and yeah. I'm I'm feeling the same thing you're feeling of of like the oh my gosh I need to do this like right. I, I literally when it came out I wasn't like ah uh, I was like okay I need to like contact <laughs> all these people and see if they want to hear the album and and get get album reviews and do and then you know there's a part of me that was like wait 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 like well you're you're read by a label now too yes, right Pacific is there any do they they help do they help you out with that stuff too or <laughs> is it still all you it's mostly me Alpha does uh, they do help they do help I shouldn't say that in case they hear this too you guys are great <laughs> but um no. They don't. They're an indie label, so they don't have quite the funding that um, right. other labels would have. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's a good thing and a bad thing. The good thing is that you know I retain a lot of control, and so for, mm-hmm. with this album, I've produced this. This is the first record that I've credited oh, wow. myself as a producer. Heck yeah! You know, and um, add that multi hyphenate onto your yeah. onto your your uh, label. <laughs> it wasn't meant to be that way, but it turned out that way, mm-hmm. and it's great because I feel like this album is so true to who I am, and it's, um, I mean, the reaction I've heard from people, especially people who have heard my records for the last few years, has been, this is your, this is you. This is really, <laughs> really you. Oh, and yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's so great to hear that because you would think it'd be easy to be you on a record, but it's right. actually not the easiest oh, thing. Oh, no, not at all. You know, not, yeah. I'm very self-conscious as a person in general, right. and so to be in a space where I could just kind of be who I am was like so liberating and I worked with some fantastic people who allowed mm. me to do that yeah. um, Angel M at the Block of Joy love you Angel just, we love you Angel she is just like the kind of person who will sit, sit me down in a room with a vocal track and just be like you sing this as many times as you need to <laughs> and you're, you're like two hours in I think I got it and she's like no <laughs> there's like one night that she just was like throw me this kind of take and then this kind of and go a little crazy and then do that and then we're going on and on and at the end of it she's like yeah we didn't get it <laughs> and I'm like, oh. that's awesome I mean it's great to have like and, you know people are so afraid of criticism and critiques but it's yeah. like if you want to get good at stuff you need people to be yeah. honest at you you know yes. and you need to be willing to accept like, yeah. anything. And yeah. Like, go I, digging. I feel like I faced yeah. myself yeah. in a way that I hadn't before. Like right. I was doing stuff in the vocal booth that I just was so scared to do. And luckily yeah. I had people that were just like, just do it. Especially yeah. if it's people you trust to like yeah. be straight with you. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And um and that was phenomenal. And Mark LaQuesta in Nashville, who worked on my last mm. record too, also worked on this. And he mm. just 
I mean, he's just like he's, he feels like home to me, you know. So <laughs> and he it, knows your voice great. so well. He does, you know, because he, he mixed it, right? Yep, yep. Yeah. He was the mix engineer. So I just feel like he knows you so well and knows your voice so well, and kind of yeah. really, enca- you know, as a friend, it, it was really cool because I know a lot of the stories that go behind the songs. Yeah, you know, not all of them, but I I know a lot yeah. of them. So it was kind of cool. You know the specifics. Like I'll <laughs> tell people the story. She knows right. the story. The story. <laughs> yeah. Well, the idea note is like not only are <laughs> Alpha and Prisca, both amazing singers. <laughs> they are really good storytellers. Like I go, I go oh, to their wow. concerts almost as much for their songs as for the um, stories in between. Oh man, yeah, Alpha. that's half the fun is the yeah. story storytelling. Um, so I don't know if you guys know this. So Alpha and I are really good friends. About five years ago, I came and um, we we met at like a gig. And I came and checked out one of her shows. Room five, rest in peace. Yeah, oh. room five. Oh, it's not there anymore. No, no it's gone. Know. I know the Bummer. singer-songwriter venues are are dwindling a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah, but I I walked in and I just remember Alpha just talking about this story about taking a road trip um, from the <laughs> East Coast to the the West Coast. Yeah, and it was like you know, and it, it was about love, um, kind of to do with her now husband. Mm. Um, it was very bittersweet. It was First beautiful and poetic mm. and and funny and you know set up this beautiful song that she she told and i just found myself close to tears you know (laughs) didn't know this person but was already just totally yeah entranced by Mm. her storytelling and her song writing skills and so i proceeded to creep around and follow her for the rest of the night yeah and then you became friends yeah. i feel like <laughs> other people you make this creepy thing sound so one-sided yeah. it's, it's not true. it's on my end too like, like other people were trying to talk to her after the show and i'm like yeah excuse me okay you can no back of the line like back of the okay hi alpha yeah it's me again <laughs> it's, it's so funny when she tells this story because i'm like i don't remember it that way i think i was fangirling equally so i don't know what you're talking about i do remember because i think I first met Alpha right when you came to California for yes. the first time. Oh, wow. East Coast. Yeah. It was um it was right before I left for the East Coast for grad school. So I think I yes. left right when oh, Krista this was came onto the scene. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because twenty eleven? Twenty eleven, yeah. Oh wow, yeah, that was the year before I, yeah. I came in. Yeah. I met Marvin in DC. He came and picked me up from the airport. Dan and I, right? Was that me? Uh, I flew in with uh, Scott. Right, that was me. I yeah. remember when and he took that. Trip. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Scott, yeah, we shout were, out to Scott, man. Shout out to Scott for he, uh, helping us out. I we were, know. we were like doing the most like, like ghetto, <laughs> like penny pinching way of yes. getting people to our <laughs> like, show. Yeah. So this kid, or uh, you know, he's a man. <laughs> he's a man now. Um, but at the time he was pretty young. Um, he flew from DC to LA because he fly. He worked for what United. Yeah, he worked for United. He had like the, oh, the friend sorry, pass. Yeah, yeah. We were just honestly on my side. I was just glad that like Dan and and Priscilla were like down we were for like this down plan. yeah so we had to like go through like the employee entrance and then so he flew us from LA to DC like he flew from DC to LA to come get us and then flew us from LA yeah, back to DC was- <laughs> we did the show and then the next day he flew back to LA with us and wow. then flew back to DC on his own so he took four flights Dang. so that we could have yes. just two it's a very yeah. very very reliable trustworthy yeah yeah Yeah. just i hope you guys bought him like a fruit basket or something yeah (laughs) i definitely bought him some shots i mean he he, you know he has my shots he has my my friendship that's good yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i don't give that out easily you actually added his name to your contacts i got you (laughs) but marvin drove us to and from the airport yeah uh, i was just like you know i remember when you first moved back to la Mm -hmm. i couldn't 
contextualize you for a bit because <laughs> every time I saw him at an event, I was like, you're you're here you from, from dc somewhere. like oh. you know like yeah like wow you you fly back a lot and one day he was just finally like i live in Alaska. <laughs> like, i was like okay I grew up here yeah, you should have just let her keep yeah. thinking yeah, yeah like, i'm so committed i, I like, fly wow, do you, here yeah i know i'm like wow do you get like frequent flyer miles to come you know i wish like, <laughs> but oh, um man. you would yeah. have so many good times you were so sweet that was I a remember. good show it was that a was good back show. when um, Dan was coming off his um, just released Stuntman. So yes. oh, Priscilla, yeah. Priscilla yeah, yeah. was all over that album. Yeah, she was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was really, really fun. Actually, Dan's next album's coming out, I think, in a month. Yeah, oh, nice. I think yeah. I contributed to that too. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, yeah. awesome. So I'm su- you contributed? You're on it? Yeah. No, no, uh, Kickstarter money. Okay, okay, okay. I was like, contributed. I dropped the verse in there. I was like, yo, yo. I was like, wait, how are we skirting around the topic? Like, you're like, okay, okay, I, I got you. Wow, okay. Is it um, bad that I didn't assume you meant rapping? I, I automatically knew you meant contributing like money. Not, no, it's good. I should have. I'm sorry, Marvin. I, I was like, so, uh, you know, I'm always impressed by Marvin, but I was about to be like extra, extra. No, yeah, but the new album, I'm just, I'm really proud of Dan. I'm, I'm yeah. so proud of like i don't know my friends yeah. <laughs> like alpha's album is just so you know mature and next level and beautiful and i feel like it's like artistry you know you've developed into like a really like an auteur of your own you know Ooh. making yeah but get ready because priscilla's fancy. album's coming out oh, soon. i've been ready for her album for years I mean, she will you know, tell you how long i've been bugging her to record her <laughs> stuff yeah, like yeah. pre-kickstarter no, true. days yeah every time i'd see her i'd go yeah do you have an album yet yeah 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 it was like the yet? first night we met too it was just like yeah. hey like i was like ah. i was like you cannot have this great of a voice and yeah, have these like, great songs and not have a recording i like your music where can i download it nowhere it's like terrible i know i'm so thrilled i know it's gonna be great thanks guys thanks for the i need the constant encouragement <laughs> i uh i'm like I, i'm a sea turtle yeah <laughs> very slowly. for years you can only hear prisca's voice on danny yeah, dance yes, tracks it's true it's totally and true now I hear that was <laughs> where totally i had true. to go to hear you yeah. for the longest time um, no it's yeah um, well very excited for cool. prisca's upcoming album Thanks, everyone Marvin. check out alpha's current out. latest album spark and fury spark and fury available now on all your music platforms and also that artwork is done by her really handsome husband oh. yeah rob Beasley. good job rob he, good yeah. job rob um good job and- rob yeah, on that note, let's all do it for this episode of the Collabcast. Oh, wow. Thank you so much for yeah. joining us. Oh, thank you for and talking we about love you like guys. all, we the, love you all guys. the things we should we should catch we up should more. I know we should yeah. do this more often. Yeah, <laughs> thanks everyone. <laughs> Sorry, we kind of hijacked some things. We, no, totally it's no problem. <laughs> no problem. It's less work for me, honestly. It's, it makes things so much easier. Um, if people want to uh, find your guys' music or yeah. follow you guys on the internet, on the internet, yeah, where yeah. can they go? They can, uh, for me, come follow me on Instagram or Facebook or YouTube. I'm at Prisca Music. That's Prisca with a K, music with a K. <laughs> and uh, same for me, um, except the Prisca part. <laughs> um, on Instagram and Twitter, you can find me on alpha, A-L-F-A underscore music, um, except for uh, YouTube and Facebook, which is just alpha music straight. Oh. Definitely check them out. You will not be disappointed. And uh, guys, shout out to our friend Marvin here. Hello. Who, uh, yeah, I was talking to someone. They're like, "I love Marvin's, Marvin's podcast like, voice. Wow. Yes, it's just like Thank smooth." You. I, I was thinking that when I was listening to <laughs> yeah. an episode you guys did too, and I was like, "Wow, oh, I feel like Marvin's I could listen." All oh, you guys, yeah. you guys, it's you nice. guys. I feel like I could listen to him do the traffic and just be like, "Yes." <laughs> The one ten is packed at this hour. I know. 
<laughs> Not a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, Traffic is backed up to the 405 South. <laughs> like, you can oh, yes. contact the Collabcast by emailing us at podcast at collaboration.org. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, um, Google Play Music, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. Um, please give us a good rating if you do subscribe to us on Apple. Do it right now. Do it. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks again for listening. Uh, oh, thanks to Collaboration Star finalist Uzu Han for using his track Mung Beans and Tofu uh, for this month's intro and outro music. <laughs> oh, thanks. Can't wait to use Christmas music oh, on yeah. our podcast. Wait, Marvin, are you kicking us out? Ow. Oh, my. Again? Yeah, I got to get back to work. Get out of here. <laughs> to be. Okay. No, no Christmas were harmed in the recording of this podcast. <laughs> I like that he has to assure people. It was acting. <laughs> Is my, uh, you know, Ali Wong inspiration. Thanks for listening, and we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Y'all just matter, stay cozy with that. Mung beans and tofu mamas whipping up the asshole. Mung beans and tofu mamas whipping up the asshole. Mung beans and tofu mamas whipping up the asshole. Can't stop and won't stop till she gives up. Hey. Nanan, nanan, babble, mogan, yeah.